What up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back. Welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So today we've got an awesome one. An abductee tells their story and tells us about all kinds of crazy shit that the reptilians are doing. Yeah, that's the good stuff you want to know about, right? Uh, that's what we're going to get into today. So we have one witness and one abductee who's written a few books and has talked about her experiences. Her name is Carla Turner, and her uh, story starts with her abductions back in 1988. Uh, she's written, she's actually a doctor, and she has written a few books. One's called Into the Fringe, another one's called Taken, like the movie Taken. Um, and then her third book is Masquerade of Angels, and her claims are that the reptilians have far more powers than we've been led to believe. So she states right off the bat that the most alarming things about the uh, reptilians and other aliens are their ability to control consciousnesses, which is what we've always talked about, their capability to inflict and control your consciousness so we've had stories about people being have like blacked out eyes and them being uh uh what's the word possessed right people think possession right immediately um so that's that's one of the things that she talks about them having uh, she always she also talks about um that they can cause unexplained illnesses um and mental decline so um, they can purposely attack people on, you know, and, and cause them, you know, potential paralysis that can cause them mental decline, um, maybe signs of uh, Alzheimer's or Parkinson's, things like that. Not that those diseases don't exist. I'm just saying that these are some of the powers that they're capable of. They also engage in gruesome activities in underground facilities. Her findings highlight the alarming physical, psychological, and spiritual consequences faced by abductees, raising questions about the true nature and intentions of these extraterrestrial encounters. Again, there are a lot of different extraterrestrial encounters. That being said, the reptilians aren't the great, greatest of ones. Uh, so Dr. Turner was an intrepid human rights activist and alien abduction investigator. Um, she had background in, in English studies, and uh, she was a former college instructor as well. She uh, co-wrote The Masquerade of Angels in 1994 with psychic Ted Rice. Now, Ted Rice has a crazy story about um, his grandmother and his grandmother being duped by a reptilian. His grandfather had passed away six years earlier, and then, and then the grandmother stated that six years after he died that an alien showed up, a rep, or I shouldn't say an alien, his grandfather showed up, but the grandfather was a reptilian in grandfather's suit and got the grandmother to have sex with him, which caused her to actually have a heart attack and die. Insane shit, right? So, but this is, he's a psychic and a co-writer of the last book that she wrote, which is Masquerade of Angels. Um, Dr. Turner uh, has been involved in alien abduction since 1988, which we talked about. Um, we talked about uh, Ted Rice. That event with his grandmother took place when he was eight years old, dude. Insane, right? Um, Dr. Turner uh, passed away two years after her last book. Um, 
where she described her family's first-hand encounters with aliens. In her work, she also suggested that the abducted abducted individuals in general are targeted individuals. They're not chosen randomly. It's something I've always thought. They're, people are not chosen randomly. They're chosen particularly on purpose. However, you know, the one weird one is like, um, you know, the fire in the sky with Travis Walton. He kind of just walked up upon that ship and he was taken. Makes you wonder if they just happened to take him. But nonetheless... Um, who knows, maybe they brain-manipulated him into walking up towards onto the ship, and the rest of the guys just stayed back. They didn't want those guys. They didn't have the DNA that they wanted. Um, so that's those were some of her claims. Now, some of the other claims are, are even wilder. Um, she states that uh, these accounts with her, her family and her husband's family are transgenerational, multi-generations. A lot of people talk about aliens being abducting of multi-generations of people to check the bloodlines to see the progress things like that da, 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 da. right well she states turner and her family has been uh abducted all the way back to the early 1900s including her son brother sister-in-law and their children they all had experiences related to abductions some family members were initially hesitant to discuss these encounters until they learned about turner's experiences and hypnosis was used in research uh with this family Although it may have been controversial, some researchers suggest that it can lead to false memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Turner's opinion on these issues. Da, 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 da. Um, her book, Taken, she discussed the idea that some prominent abduction theory, theorist state should be avoided. Okay, so she discussed the idea that some prominent abduction theorist state should be avoided. Do not think of aliens as good or evil. Turner claimed that this cannot be done, nor should it be. She continued that those who have been abducted have the right to know how their participation would be used by their abductors, under what circumstances, and what the reason should be. Yeah, these are reasonable ideas, but not really going to happen when you're being abducted, right? Um, she states that we should know why we're been, we are being made part of this agenda, since they have implanted, trained, and programmed us to participate in some future scenario. So we should be uh, allowed to know what's going on, but abductees don't really have those rights although she states don't abductees have the rights to know about why their bodies minds and souls are being used for this now her main concerns were uh the aliens cruelty towards the abductees both physically and mentally the victims experienced traumatic events forced impregnations painful miscarriages and severe injuries and she believes that the aliens had complete control over the minds of the humans using their psychic technology to manipulate their perceptions, perceptions and memories. She disagreed with those who saw the phenomenon as positive, arguing that the understanding was beyond our capability, which I totally agree. You know, like Greer is always so hardcore, like everything's positive, everything's positive. But like, you don't know every freaking alien out there? Bullshit. I'm more on the lines of... Uh, Randy Kramer, who states that, you know, yeah, there's some good ones out there, but there's some really bad ones out there. 95% are good and 5% are really freaking awful and want to dominate planets. Well, that's the way it is in nature, too, man. You just go out in regular nature, not even on another planet, and you know there's being all, all kinds of different living beings that want to dominate their area. And they're not that highly sophisticated, but still, it's just animal instinct, man. Look at all the reptilians. They all want to dominate their area. You know, even even bears, they want to dominate their area, although they're not, they don't want to fight as much. But the reptilians, man, crocodiles, alligators, all them bad mofos, they want to fight. They want to fight all the time. Um, not saying that, you know, lions and, you know, 
other animals won't fight either but it just seems like there's certain species that are out there that that just don't have the same caring understanding um like some mammalians do um one of the things that's interesting is she talks about certain specific guidelines bullet points that she believes so here's some bullet points these are good number one aliens can control what we see or what we think we see she says uh, she states they can appear to us in any number of guises and shapes now that's been talked about by many individuals including ingo swan who stated he saw a lady in red in the grocery store and then it transferred into or whatever you want to call it um, into a reptilian and she could tell he could tell um, and that happened to a few other individuals uh, recently that i've come across their their uh, alien encounters as well number two aliens can take us our consciousness out of our physical bodies disable the control of our bodies install one of their own entities and use our bodies as vehicles for their own activities before returning our consciousness to our bodies now, isn't that interesting? Because in a lot of these possession cases, you know, where we believe people are being possessed, or I believe they're really being taken over by an alien entity, and your your spirit or whatever just blacks out. They take you out, and then they put you back in. They can do it temporarily. They can't do it continually. Uh, number three, aliens can be present with us in an invisible state and can make themselves only partially visible now this is starting to come true because we're seeing these stories coming out of peru there's another one um that i haven't even done a podcast on yet but i've seen these videos coming out of peru where these these in like translucent beings coming out of these these trees and they're causing the damage as they're falling through the trees but their translucent body looks just like the predator movies it's crazy um so this partially visible thing makes sense number four a surprising number of abductees suffer serious illnesses they didn't have before their encounters these have led to surgery debilitation and even death uh, from causes the doctors can't identify now that it, that may be true there are other stories where people have healed from different alien abductions too which makes me believe in the fact that there are some good alien abduction scenarios even though they are abduction scenarios maybe they are still helping us or we're gaining something you know through osmosis um there's been reports of you know individuals obtaining superpowers like being able to see through walls see through the the roofs of their house into the stars that i did a podcast on that a few years ago uh, with a gentleman who was a truck driver and got abducted a very fascinating story uh, feel free to go back into the archives and check that one out um number five some abductees experience a degeneration of their mental, social, spiritual well-being. Excessive behavior frequently erupts like drug abuse, alcoholism, overeating, promiscuity. You know, this is like PTSD stuff. This is like after effects of some really negative involvement with some alien force. Um, even if it's good, something like that could happen because people just are in shock, right? Um, but that's why most of the aliens put up, put these screen memories over us so we don't freak out so i guess that is one good thing to say about certain alien species um she states that strange obsessions develop and cause the disruption of normal life and the destruction of personal uh, relationships number six some abductees report being taken to underground facilities where they see grotesque hybrid creatures nurseries of hybrid human fetuses and vats of color colored liquid filled i guess vats with 
parts of human bodies. Yeah, well, that's what we've been talking about with, like, the Dolce base. Number seven, abductees report seeing other humans in these facilities being drained of blood. That's a new one. Being mutilated, flayed, dismembered, and being stacked lifeless like cords of wood. Now, that's interesting because I haven't heard that. I have heard that there have been, like, multiple abductions on these large ships with people just, like, lined up against the wall. They're passed out. They're standing. Some people can move their eyes, you know, or have the capability to move their eyes. And they look and they can see, like, 40 different humans next to them, you know, all naked or with, with a few clothes on or whatever the case while they're being, you know, examined or whatever and having their blood taken or whatever. Um, but I haven't heard too many stories about humans being stacked. I have heard like the vats of human bodies, uh, body parts and things like that in Dolce base where they're doing experiments, but I haven't heard about this on like ships and stuff like that. But again, I, you know, I, I don't have all the information in the world, so anything's possible. Some abduct abductees have been threatened that they too will end up in this, con <laughs> this condition if they don't cooperate with their alien captors. I mean, the alien captors really have control over your mind. They they either have the telepathic, psionic capability to make you basically non-mobile, immobile, um, or they have the technology to do that, you know, emitting sort of, some sort of frequency or, uh, you know, some other type of technology to make you immobile. They did, you know, even going back to like Betty and Barney Hill, you know, Barney was like 100% out and Betty was like, you know, she could kind of, kind of see what was going on even though she was passed out okay so they can clearly take guys out that seems to be pretty easy most guys are like 100 percent out and the women sometimes are able to at least open their eyes and kind of see what's going on even though they might be paralyzed um so these are some of the statements that she has made um and bullet points she has made about what she has personally either witnessed researched through her family or heard from other alien abductees now they do have a q a here where they go into a little bit of interviewer interviewee back and forth uh, conversation um she talks about uh, a portion of her book where she recounts um a man named james had a mostly con conscious recollection um, almost no hypnosis about a abduction abduction that he went through um, where he was in the proximity of a beautiful Pleiadian woman who was very alluring and tender and almost seductive. She wanted him to come into her embrace and when he got into the embrace and thought she was going to kiss him she disappeared entirely and what was left in her place was a purplish black bumpy almost slimy looking character with very asymmetrical features i have encountered this same creature in a couple other cases the entity was very strong instead of embracing james the creature threw him to the ground and shoved a two foot long tube down his throat into his stomach and pulled up stomach juices the next day he still had some of the bile taste and the interior of his throat was sore and discovered claw marks around both sides of his neck where where he had been held down whatever the entity was there was something claw like about it which of course matched the reptilians maybe as close as he was to it he could not perceive the whole figure but he could see a bumpy covering which would equate to a rough scaly exterior again kind of going along with the reptilians so it's described as bumpy rigid bony strong and clawed uh, so this is this is really really fascinating she states some people say that they transform 
mutate their mutate or change their own real forms. She doesn't believe that's accurate. I only I don't believe that they really look like a blonde. They do something to trick you and then they suddenly look like a reptilian. I just think that what they alter is the human perception, which is what a lot of people believe. Remember that lady that was on the plane like a couple months ago? She's like, I'm getting off this fucking plane because that guy, that guy is not real. And she walked out. It's possible that she might have seen this dude unveil his reptilian capabilities, man. You don't know. We don't know. We do not know. Although I got to wonder, why is a reptilian jumping on a commercial airplane? But, hey man, to each their own, right? A lot of people believe all those dudes in, in Hollywood are reptilian, man. So, you know what? Anything is possible. And the other thing that's really interesting, too, is going back to the co-author Ted Rice's encounter with his grandmother. Uh, well, his grandmother telling him about it and what happened. Um, he believes, in, or she believes, that um, this reptilian you know, initiated a, a sexual encounter with the grandmother masquerading as the uh, grandfather and then you know basically causing her to you know have a heart attack she believed that she supposed the aliens wanted to get the emotional juice from her when she saw a reptoid face on top of her and so that's what these things do right they want to get that energy that loose energy and the adrenochrome right out of you by scaring the shit out of you and you know what? If some 14-foot-tall fucking reptilian is on top of you, you're probably going to be scared the shit out of, right? So, I mean, you know, it just goes along with everything that we've heard, everything that has been talked about from abductees. And, and Kathleen is just, um, you know, another, just just a number, man. I mean, you know, just just a number. I'm sorry, Do Dr. Carla, not Kathleen. Dr. Carla Turner. You know, she's, she's at least a doctor, and she's written books, um... The Fringe uh, is right here. A True Story of Alien Abduction by uh, Carla Turner, Ph.D. Um, <laughs> I didn't believe in UFOs until the day they no longer... Or, we didn't believe in UFOs until the day we no longer had a choice. Dr. Turner has provided a courageous and uncensored journal of the intimate and disturbing intrusions into her family's life. So, I mean, like, man, if you want some good reading material, I'll bet you that's a badass book. I wouldn't, I would. I would definitely read that one. I mean, I've read all kinds of, you know, different paranormal books, uh, remote viewing guides from the guys that wrote they, that wrote the manuals and worked for the secret space programs and things like that. And this is just another one where this is insider information where this woman's been abducted, her whole family lineage has been abducted, and more information than we have. Now, could it be biased? It could be because she she may have only been abducted by one species. That being said... That species is extremely powerful. So if they have that much power, you know, are they dominant over other species? Are they dominant over the entire human species as well? You know, that's that's just something to think about as we move forward. Um, and we did the last podcast where we were talking about psionic capabilities and our ability to supersede them on the psionic level to be uh, in control of our telekinetic powers, our telepathic powers, our teleportation powers, our remote influencing powers, and our remote, uh, our, uh, remote intuitiveness, you know, and I think sensing capabilities, you know, we have to get it off of so much technology, and get back more into our physiology of feeling and being, being one with our cognitions, if you will. 
So anyway, I want a good book, check that one out. The Fringe, and there's um, Angel Masqueraders, I think is what the other one was called, or Angels Masquerading. Um, I gotta imagine that one's gotta be about reptiles right there. Um, and so there's, there's, I think this is a really, really fascinating topic. Uh, I wanted to bring it to you guys because I like firsthand information. I like bringing it to you and I like sharing it. So anyway, guys, I hope you had a fantastic day. Hopefully you guys are taking care of yourself spiritually, physically, emotionally. Continue to focus on on taking care of your your spiritual health, your physical health, your emotional health. Provide those boundaries for yourself, for for loved ones, for family members, for business members, for uh, for the community. You're allowed to protect yourself and your peace. Um, and then to also give peace to others, but not to allow yourself to be taken and all your energy to be taken from those energy vampires. So, uh, nonetheless, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, continue to question your around you. Please like, follow, and share the podcast. Please, just share it. Share it on your page. Share it on your Facebook page. I put the I put it all up on Facebook and uh, on TikTok and things like that so you can share. Uh, doesn't cost anything. It's free and it helps out. Appreciate you guys. Hopefully you guys take care of yourselves. And Lockdown Universe is out. Peace.